வெல்கம் டு கிரியேட்டிங் வெல் த்ரூ பேசிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் பாட்காஸ்ட் இன் திஸ் ஷோ வி வில் டிஸ்கஸ் அபவுட் பெஸ்ட் அண்ட் வர்ஸ்ட் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்சஸ் அபவுட் பேசிவ் அண்ட் ஆக்டிவ் அப்பார்ட்மெண்ட் இன்வெஸ்டிங் அண்ட் ஐ ஆம் யுவர் ஹோஸ்ட் ராமகிருஷ்ணா லெஸ் பிகின் த ஷோ டுடேஸ் அவர் கெஸ்ட் இஸ் மேத்யூ சுதிகா ஃப்ரம் ஓபி வெல்கம் மேத்யூ ஹேய் थैंक यू ஃபார் ஹேவிங் மீ ஷூர் थैंक यू வெரி மச் மேத்யூ So Math Sudika is a award winning entrepreneur and business owner in the multifamily and habitational insurance sector. His current focus is Skylight Insurance in which he is the founder and CEO. Prior to opening up Skylight, Matt Matt was the number one ranked state farm agent, ranking for, ranking first out of thousands. He, he also invests in early stage startups in the insurance, technology and entrepreneurial sectors. So with that Matthew you want add anything to your background yeah uh absolutely yeah uh you know my background is uh, pretty simple i'm an insurance person from the start uh started real small with homeowners and uh single family rentals and found a niche within the uh rental space if you will and uh moved from state farm so i could have a better venture with uh skylight which we partnered with a large uh real estate firm called century 21 and then through that uh merged uh about a year or so ago with OB uh to continue the you know the uh niche uh marketing and help uh, in the habitational space so uh our background has always been some form of building insurance and uh we're now getting more and more specific into the multifamily space got it so would you share any of your limiting beliefs before getting into real estate or insur- insurance sector and how did you overcome it yeah uh you know what i how i committed to this space was really the, the people um you know being full disclosure you know the insurance uh, broker or insurance agent if you will isn't always uh treated that great in the uh in the grand scheme of things people kind of uh, ever since progressive and geico you know made insurance about uh you know 15 minutes or saving money um a lot of times people treat the insurance broker as a commodity and um you know from doing that since i was 12 years old in my dad's state farm i got a little burnout and what i found was that the people who treated me actually like a partner uh were in this multifamily space because they're doing big multi-million dollar deals and they're not really looking at the insurance person as just a commodity they're looking at that insurance person just like they're looking at their lending broker as someone who who can understand what's going on advise them of course get them great pricing and great coverage but you know make sure the deal is going to close and understands the process so that's what really started to drive me where you know my business went from doing it at a 20% rate to a 50% rate to a 100% rate just because i i had like a uh, a renewed spirit of enjoyment of what i was doing and and i i went back to feeling like a professional so that's why i really concentrate on the space and and why i continue to grow within it is is really the people uh within it seem to be really uh, enjoyable to work with got it and thank you uh share me a little bit more about uh, uh skylight insurance matthew yeah so uh so skylight uh insurance you know was started back in in 2017 and uh, our focus was you know to write insurance for uh a real a big real estate company such as one so we did that for a few years which got us you know um, some connections with lenders which led us into the multifamily space and then uh we started to partner with uh uh two gentlemen Aaron and Ryan Lesizer uh that are the founders of Obi 
And uh, through that partnership, they were bringing in a lot of large multifamily deals and we helped them uh, with the insurance. And then as mentioned uh, about a year and a half ago, two years ago, uh, we actually merged. We now run under just the OB umbrella. Uh, Aaron and Ryan run the ship and I spend most of my time uh, on the OB private client side, which is the former you know, Skylight Insurance Brokerage uh, that helps on a lot of the large uh, habitational deals. Got it. And thank you. And what kind of plans available for uh, multifamily investors? As far as uh, what type of plan? So, uh, yeah. the you know, the biggest thing is most multifamily investors uh, um, are going to run into, they're going to have lending, right? So lending and lending requirements, especially, you know, Fannie Freddie uh, type requirements or something you might be familiar with, the Arbor, Bancorp, things like that, they really dictate the insurance. Right. And so they're, they really tell all of us what type of plan and what type of coverages we're going to have to have. And, and where my job kind of flips is that used to be, you know, Hey, Matt, recommend these plans to now. Um, our skill set is do we understand what Arbor needs, what Bancorp needs, you know, for a deal or this lender here in, you know, uh, Illinois, Missouri, uh, needs for a deal understanding that, applying it, and then going to the carriers and making sure that we have those coverages. So, you know, to answer your question on what type of plans, we can really find coverage for anything, you know, and we are on a daily basis having new requirements thrown at us every day from these lenders that are new or different or uh, additional to what they've been asking for. And I think our skill set is that we do a really good job of playing translator in the insurance game of understanding these uh, requirements and then finding the correct plan and solution. Uh, we are in all 50 states and we do have a good majority of the carriers within the habitational space we have access to. And so I think we overall can provide this all-encompassing ability to, if you have a deal, come to us and we'll make sure that not only we'll be able to meet lender requirements, but we'll also have enough uh, volume of carriers to still provide competitive pricing. Got it. What are all the factors you would consider, you know, before providing a quote for your investor? Yeah, if I'm an investor, I mean, some of the big things that uh, change from an LOI quote, right, is uh, flood insurance. You know, we do try to run uh, the address and everything like that to see if you're in a flood zone. That's a big factor that's kind of outside the the norm. There's also a uh, type of wiring. So if you have aluminum wiring compared to copper, that can be uh, a factor. And then uh, there's this new legal non-conforming um, item that's coming up on some of these deals that's uh, requiring some additional ordinance and law uh, coverage. So, and then the last thing would be uh, seller's loss history. You know, so this one is becoming probably the biggest uh, there is, is that we used to be able to, on new purchases, just go to the carriers and say, hey, it's a new purchase. You know, it doesn't matter if this thing's had 14 tornadoes before with the seller. This is a brand new, and that's not flying as much anymore. And we're having to provide uh, loss history. So those are things that I'm really pushing my clients in their due diligence and upfront to obtain. You know, find out the wiring, find out the loss history, find out the flood zone. Uh, you know, find out uh, how um, potentially this is going to be uh, considered from like a legal non-conforming standpoint, and that helps us get a better estimate. That and then eventually helps us get a better. Uh, firmer uh, rate and uh, have less problems as we go through uh, 
uh, towards closing. Got it. So what what if there is a claim on uh, on a property? So what investors should do, and you know what options are available for them? That's you know that's a great question. Uh, if there is a loss, you know it really it really depends. Uh, but they can we talk through it, right? So uh, for instance, I'll give you some examples of uh, things that I would maybe find alarming compared to things that I would find not alarming, right? So if all of a sudden there was one loss for or let's say a windstorm and hail. Okay. Um, I'm probably telling the client, Hey, that's probably not that big of a deal. The, the carriers will look at that, but you know, that's a, that's a, uh, they call it a, uh, an act of God or, a, you know, that's a, that's a storm, you know, that's not anything that could be prevented. Uh, so I don't really have an issue with it going forward is what I would tell them. And, you know, we shouldn't be too much of a factor. Now, if I see on the seller's loss room, there's a bunch of thefts or fires or, uh, a shooting or crime related uh, activities. Well, then, you know, that not only is a factor that I'll talk to the client about from a standpoint of, hey, you know, you have this that we have to overcome from a lost history, but, you know, this is also a pretty big sign of, you know, maybe the type of uh, clientele that you have at this place, um, some factors that you might be dealing with, you know, maybe, you know, you need to consider security, you know, so we can use insurance uh, not only to help us, you know, in our goal of, you know, obtaining insurance for the deal, but the loss history really also tells a lot about what's going on with the uh, the complex, you know, and, and potential uh, hiccups that the owner might have in the future. Got it. So under, at what stage, like investors need to approach or need to, yeah, need to approach to insurance agents or brokers? I, you know, for anybody that work, you know, works with us on a consistent basis, uh, we, uh, we provide uh, help rate of LOI. So um, historically, you know, most people would tell you, you know, don't contact the insurance person till, you know, under contract, just use the OM figures or the trailing T12 to kind of do your LOI. But uh, we found that that is not successful for a lot of our investors because either the OM is just really skewed incorrectly or uh, or maybe the seller had, you know, uh, general liability only or some odd coverage that made the insurance numbers out of whack. So for our clients, we say get to us at LOI, you know, come to us as soon as you're thinking about putting an offer in or you're, you're running numbers on the deal and shoot us your OM or if it's an off-market deal. Uh, we have a little eight question bullet point that we send via via email. We'll do our best to go to any of our carriers that we can do in-house, along with a few carriers that we do some estimates. And what we'll try to do for you at that time is just give you a close ballpark to either agree with the T12 numbers in the OM or disagree and then give you some value of why it's higher or lower than that. And so start with us on the LOI. And then once you're under contract, then we go through those things, as I mentioned before, loss runs. Uh, prior history, things like that. And then we start to firm up and go out to the rest of the carriers. Got it. And thank you. And so what exactly investors need to look in the coverage and, you know, plans wise? You, so, you know, the nice thing for the investor is, uh, and some are, some are more interested, some are less interested, right? Is, uh, what they really need to, you know, look into, if you will, is, is probably the understanding of how the insurance process works more than, uh, the coverages because between uh, our team and the lender, we're going to make sure that uh, the place is covered correctly. No lender, uh, if you've looked at their requirements lately, um, allows for what I would call lack of good coverage. You know, they're very specific. Uh, they do a full analysis of the quotes themselves. We turn them over. So 
you know, we don't have any usually fears of uh, inadequate, inadequate coverage for the investor. But I think the the biggest thing for if, you know, if I'm a syndicator, I'm you know, someone, you know, purchasing the deal is really understanding the insurance is a longer process and rates change. And there's a few reasons why from LOI to closings. Your first is time. You know, most quotes are, you know, good for 60 or 90 days. You know, a lot of times these deals from LOI to close are, are pushing that time frame. you know, especially nowadays or the last year or so it's felt that way where extensions are being taken, et cetera. And then the other piece is, you know, um, we estimate the insurance upfront based off of the generic basic uh, lender requirements. If something pops up during um, the lender review that they're asking for additional coverages or uh, an increased coverages, or they have a higher uh, replacement cost amount, those can factor into the insurance as well. So we always try to say, hey, you know, take the LOI number as an estimate, but know that you know that's a working number as we get closer and closer to to closing, and we have more and more hands in the in the pot and adjustments that we might need to make. Got it, and thank you. So, would you share any of your best best experience in, in incident space? Yeah, I mean, our I think um, sharing my best experience uh, within the space is that I think that we have a very laissez faire approach or uh, easy approach for our uh, investors to you know work with us. You know, we don't don't require investors to uh, fill out a million forms or you know have a bunch of headaches up front. You know, we allow them to share an OM. Um, or, you know, eight simple questions to get started. Under contract, we have really nice procedures via email to uh, collect the information that we need, um, review our statement of values with the client. Um, and then really, once we get the introduction to the lender, you know, we're doing everything behind the scenes. And it really allows that, you know, that investor, this indicator to concentrate on other parts of the deal. You know, I think our biggest value or the, the thing that gets me most excited is that I can tell you know, our investors that, hey, the insurance is taken care of, go concentrate on other things, I will make sure that we hit the requirements, we keep it within a good price range. And we're ready to close and not holding up uh, your deal. And they can really spend a lot of their time uh, doing other things. So that's really kind of the value in the, um, the thing that I get most excited about is, is we develop that over time and built the full team that uh, kind of gives a very white glove experience uh, throughout the process great yeah thank you so would you also share any of your challenging uh, experience in uh, incident space yeah so i mean i think the challenge is is uh is information and what i mean by that is you know our team is only as good as the information provided you know the insurance broker i don't know if they used to back in uh, say back in the day actually go out to you know each one of these locations but you know you know we personally don't, you know, we're doing everything over the phone or uh, through email. And so, you know, our, the biggest challenge is making sure that we've asked enough questions or we've obtained every piece of information and there's no what I call surprises. So, you know, that is the biggest challenge and that can cause the biggest amount of, you know, headaches is if we're not supplied the correct information, whether that's the OM was wrong or the uh, they didn't tell us about the wiring or we, we found out later that they're in a flood zone and we didn't know that or addresses were supplied incorrectly, but it's all based around information. So we really do push our, um, our clients to provide and double check, provide and double check uh, all the information because that is 
that is 100% where things can fall apart from an insurance standpoint is that we have to go off of what we are provided and then we provide that to the carrier. And if, you know, if any of that's wrong missing or, you know, um, or slightly off, then it could cause us some issues. So we, we really spend a lot of time to correct that, double check that, have uh, conversations with clients because, yeah, that is by far our biggest challenge every day is making sure that uh, everything is is accurate across the board and uh, our, our brokerage along with carriers have all the information on each risk. Got it. Thank you. So what is your current focus? Share something you're excited about now. You know what? Uh, thing that my current focus is actually something that we're excited about right now is we're trying to develop a program for after the close. So, um, you know, we didn't want to sit on our hands and just say, hey, we provide habitational insurance and we'll get you the best rate and all the stuff that I've talked about so far. You know, we're trying to create a program. And I just uh, put a lady in my office named Danielle in charge of this where there's some things that a client can do after they've taken on their property, uh, uh, risk mitigation, if you will, that can allow for some extra income, can uh, allow for uh, reduced premium, and can also allow for some reduced claims. Uh, there's some programs you can put in place. One is called RLL, which is uh, Renters Legal Liability, which allows you to, um, it's about $8 per unit uh, per month. Uh, you charge it through to your uh, to your tenant and their rent, and it allows them some extra insurance protection for uh, six or eight uh, causes of loss that a tenant might actually cause. So you can uh, keep those losses from having to go to your main insurance, and you, then you, you can keep higher deductibles on your main insurance, which keeps premiums down, claims are down, your premiums come down. So uh, we're looking at some fire protective. Uh, devices that you can install above, uh, you know, above the stoves that can prevent, you know, fires from uh, spreading or happening. So we're we're really concentrating on that right now, and uh, we're at the uh, beginning stages of it. But I do, uh, as you mentioned, what am I excited about? I'm excited because once we have this in place and it's kind of like clockwork. Hopefully, our clients, as they're closing a deal, we would send them. We'll send them this email. They'll kind of know about the programs. They'll select the programs that they want to implement at their at their location. We'll get them in place for them. And then either upfront or at renewal, we'll be able to do a lot with reduction of cost of insurance and just overall uh, lower claims and just make a better insurance experience for our clients. So that's something we're concentrating on now pretty heavily. And uh, I think uh, we will for quite some time now. Great. Awesome. And any one advice that have impact on you, Matt? Um, you know, I think the biggest advice, and I'm not, I'm not even sure where I got it is, you know, hard work and, uh, and honesty can get you, uh, a lot farther than, uh, anything else. And so I think that was my biggest advice is that, you know, you probably will never be the, the smartest or maybe have the most knowledge or the most carriers or this or that or whatever. Um, you know, there'll always be someone who knows more, but you can choose to outwork or, you know, uh, put in the effort. And I think that's kind of been the, not only the best advice, but the advice I live on is that, you know, I'll, I'll try to always outwork someone else and I'll, you know, I always try to, you know, work harder than anyone else for a client. And so that would be my simple way of answering that question is that, uh, I think that I'll always pick the, uh, harder working person over the, uh, the educated person, if you will. Uh, yeah, that's kind of our, 
the mantra as well at the, at the office. Yeah, perfect. So any books that impacted your life and what way? You know, uh, I think the, the book that impact me the most is uh, it's a book that my friend Kevin shared with me. It's called Never Eat Alone. And um, I'm blanking on the, the author at the moment, but uh, what the premise of the book was. Oh, okay. You know the book. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that book for me, uh, as much as it doesn't relate to insurance or multifamily or whatever, uh, it just fit my personality and fit this idea that if you're constantly connecting, just like things like that we're doing today, uh, and you have, uh, you know, something that you're professional about, uh, that's really how I've grown my career organic. Um, and it's allowed me to, you know, do everything referral based. And so, I just really enjoyed that book. And I think it's the one that uh, had the most impact for me. Oh, you know, the time it was shared was uh, a time I was transitioning uh, into opening Skylight. And it just kind of uh, helped me with the uh, the vision I wanted to do there. And, and the rest was history. Got it. So actually, currently, I'm reading that book. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So how are you giving back to community? I do give back to the community through employment. Um, you know, that that's number one. When I had uh, established areas where I lived, where I did a lot with, uh, you know, local charities, local, uh, you know, I, I'm big into sports. So I always love sponsoring uh, and doing things that re- revolved around, uh, you know, youth sports and things like that. Uh, so that's where I'll concentrate. You know, uh, like I said, we moved during uh, the pandemic and we haven't really got to establish a lot of things here locally in the area, but uh, that's where I'll concentrate again is, you know, continuing to employ people and bring people jobs, you know, of course, that's the day job. And then, you know, my wife and I get pretty involved in uh, local opportunities. And I think uh, one passion uh, I I shared with you before we got on is that we have a two week old baby boy, which I'm really pumped about it. We had to go through IVF. And uh, I think that's actually something that as far as a community or part of a thing that I want to get involved in because it just changed our lives. And I think that's something that my wife and I are going to get a little more heavy into. Got it. Yeah. And how can listeners can connect with you, Matt? Uh, You know, they can connect with me in a few ways. Uh, Of course, I can share my cell phone number, which is 312-877-2692. You can text me or call me. Uh, my email, which is Matthew with two T's at OBRISK, which is O-B-I-E-R-I-S-K.com. Um, and then, you know, I'm on all the social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, Twitter, all under just my, you know, Matt or Matthew Sudica name. And, and uh, I'm just like uh, Tigger, I'm the only one. So, uh, you know, if you type in Sudica and Matt, you, you know, you'll easily find me on there. But uh Really, you know, connect with me in the way that you feel most comfortable. I, you know, I have the the nice iPhone that uh, allows me to, you know, be connected to numerous platforms and uh, different connections. So, whatever you're comfortable with, Facebook Messenger, you know, you name it, just uh, send me send me a message, and uh, would love to help. Cool, cool. Thank you, Matthew. Thanks for adding value to the show. Perfect. Thank you for having me. This has been great. Sure. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening. Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you.
any information provided from these shows or educational purpose only as always please consult with your own cpa legal and financial advisor before investing